This is Ken Lubin, the host and founder of the Executive Athletes Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode, and I want to thank everyone that has been listening, and thank you for your comments and feedback. They've been a tremendous help in this journey to making the podcast better and better each episode. Once again, this is unscripted and unedited, as I believe it's the best way to really get to know the guests. We also may have a few dogs barking in the background. I'm in New England right now. The kids are home in a snowstorm. So if you hear the door open and yell down, it's nothing else than, than that. But um, this is our first time we're going to do sort of a three-way three -way podcast. I've never done this before, but we have two amazing women involved, um, Kimberly Cacavio and Kate Nolan, um, founded a company called Grace by Grit. And the first community, and Grace by Grid is the first community-driven, direct-to-consumer, premium athletic apparel, apparel brand for women. They made clothes that women look and feel fantastic in, and their combinations of skill and passion made them an unstoppable team. So I'll talk to you about Kimberly first, and then I'll read the bio for Kate. But Kimberly brought technology and business experience to Grace by Grit. She received her BS in chemical engineering from Berkeley and an MBA from UCLA. She has had a rich and varied career during which she designed metals used in the space shuttle, did research on ceramic heat engines, ran a telephone directory business, that ought to be interesting, helped privatize a Latin American phone company, started a cable company, worked in Hollywood, and had her own consulting helping to launch businesses. I'm going to need you to build my next house. That could be your next challenge there. Go be a contractor. <laughs> um, and Kate brought coaching experience and product knowledge specific to female athletes to Grace by Grit. She received her BA in sociology and psychology from UMass Amherst. As an entrepreneur, she owned her own company organizing small businesses and homes. She launched, coached, and grew a youth and master swim program was an executive for a nonprofit in which she planned and ran events, coordinated fundraisers, ran the day-to-day -day office operations, and launched new revenue-driving community programs. And then upon the sale of Grace by Grit to Hylete, um, Kate joined Hylete as a VP of Brand Experience. So welcome both of you uh, aboard. I'm super excited to chat about it. Um, some of the topics we'll talk about is their clothing line, selling the company, their foundation, and their book. So I'll let Kate and Kim introduce themselves. So I'll pick one first. Kate, give give the uh, quick intro of who Kate Nolan is. Well, thanks for having me, Ken. Um, yeah, so Kate Nolan, I think you summed it up pretty well in terms of what Kimberly and I have have brought to the table for starting our business, Graced by Grit. And most recently, we um, just published our first book called Graced by Grit, which is the Entrepreneurial Women's Guide to Starting a Business with Power, Passion, and Purpose. And that's available on Amazon. But um, I would say just a couple little tidbits more about me. I am running um, Hylete's, we're calling it the Hylete Experience. So I'm VP of Hylete Experience now. So taking on a little more responsibility in terms of taking what we did with Graced by Grit in terms of women's product and the branding there and helping Hylete with that, as well as building out some uh, bigger programs here at Hylete, which is really exciting. I'm also the first female executive to join their team. Um, this company started with just one short, one man's short, performance short, and has built uh, 
its products starting with the men's line and now starting and now really starting with the women's. Um, and that's where, um, we, we came on board here. And then I'm a mom of two teenage daughters that are 16 and 18 that, uh, we all love the California sunshine here and, and love skiing as I know you do too. So find our way to the mountains as much as we can. Perfect. And Kimberly, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, well, I am a former chemical engineer, material scientist, term business person. I spent a lot of time um, in basic technology and in telecommunications and decided that I was done and I was going to run triathlons. I hired Kate as my triathlon coach. And uh, in the process, we discovered that we had a lot in common. But more than what we had in common, we had fashion in common and function. And we wanted clothing that made sense for women athletes, not just that looked good on the hanger, but that looked good on the body. And so we spent a few years perfecting our patterns and getting it ready. And we launched in 2013, sold the company last June in 2018, and uh, sold it to Hylete, where Kate is now the only woman in the C-suite, and uh, we wrote our book, and the uh, um, paperback came out last week. Awesome. It's available on paperback, audioback, and Kindle. Audioback, audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, too, we were talking about that, the, the audiobook. That was probably a harder, harder grind than any workout or building a business for a while, I'm sure. It was, it was, it was really fun, but yeah, you know, I mean, obviously in terms of running a podcast, but I think we both walked in there thinking, oh, it's no problem. We can just record the book we wrote, but it, it takes some skill that we, we figured out how to master by the end of the day. <laughs> I'm sure. So why Grace by Grit? How did you, you know, get into the clothing line business? You had mentioned that, um, you know, it, it was a need that you guys saw. So tell us a little bit about that, because I think that's a super intriguing story. Well, for us, it is about looking good and looking powerful and feeling strong. And while the clothes that I had purchased to train for the triathlon in looked good when I was standing still, they didn't look great once I started moving. And the purpose was really to get moving fast. And I, I wanted to feel like I looked good so then it would help me perform. And we just did a lot of research into materials to find a material that complements a woman's body while providing the maximum performance. And the other thing is it was a bit of a delay tactic because once I got Kate really interested in the clothing and the materials, she would slow down. She's a, a fearless taskmaster. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And you know, what differentiates your clothing from some of the others? You said the look, the look good, but I think there is what? quite a bit of compression mixed in and, you know, all sort of the safety aspect as well. Correct. Yeah. Those yeah, were the really, those, sorry, Kimberly, we're, we're going to answer the same questions, but I'll jump in here. But those were really the two components actually that you touched upon for us. We really wanted clothes that performed with us no matter what we were doing, but that we also looked elegant in. So we chose the very best fabrics knowing that women definitely want to hide their lumps and bumps. So we chose compression fabrics, but where you could sweat and they would dry quickly, you could pop into a yoga class and then go pick your kids up to school or go to a casual business meeting and feel confident and feel 
really strong. Um, and we also really wanted the component of safety. So all of the fabrics had UPF 50 plus in them which obviously provided sun protection. And as you age, we all want to make sure that our skin is staying as youthful as possible. But we also built in features to all of the products where women could feel extra safe. So each product came with a high-pitched, very discreet uh, safety whistle that they could attach through this little toggle inside of every single pocket. Um, so you could always get in touch or at least scream essentially for attention should you need it when you're out running a trail alone or just out and about on the water, which the clothes can, can be worn in the water too. And then the other piece was we made sure all of the products had pockets to accommodate smartphones, your keys, your credit card, whatever whatever it was that you wanted to bring with you where it wouldn't be cumbersome, it wouldn't get in the way and be jumping around with you as you are moving. Um, so safety was a huge part of the brand and really the empowering part for women to feel like they could be out there and have that added sense of security. No, that's tremendous. I know, you know, that whistle, that's a great idea with the whole whistle thing because it's, you know, like you said, if you're training in the woods or doing something different, even if you're hurt or not, not that you're just getting attacked or anything, but anything can help with that to draw attention to yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, and really that there was a backstory to that when Kimberly was had hired me to help train her for the triathlon that she was participating in. Although she did try to slow us down, I will say she did phenomenally well uh, with very little time to train because she's an athlete at heart. So um, we, we were out there and we were talking about safety because the group that she was training with was raising money for the Chelsea Light Foundation. And Chelsea King, who the foundation um, started, was because – Chelsea was running a trail. She was 17 years old and she was running a trail by herself and unfortunately was murdered. And so her parents took all that grief and started this foundation that really protects children um, from sex offenders. And so we really looked at that when we were talking as she was training about, you know, gosh, it would be great if there was added security while you were out there running. You know, what if you did have a whistle that you could, you know, draw attention to yourself should you need to? And so that was really where that stemmed from. Wow, that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Why, why the name Grace by Grit? Where did that come from? Well, as we were talking, we had a lot in common from an aesthetic point of view and our, our desire for great clothing. But when we were looking at a name that would encompass the, the power behind the brand, we started thinking about what we had in common. And what we had in common was that we'd both been through a terrifically tough moment for us, one that we thought would break us. But ultimately, we, through um, athletics and, and hard work, we got through it. And uh, we felt that that gritty moment gave us our grace. And that in the end, we were thankful for it. Wow, so that's... grace by grit, every woman has a story like that. I'm, I'm sure. That's, that's a great idea. I love that. Now, what about, what was it like to sort of, you know, both of you had real corporate careers, real jobs, but not that this isn't a real job, but drop, you know, drop your career, the traditional career, right? I hate to say real jobs, the traditional career that we think America wants us all to be in. But, you know, what was it like to drop everything and then chase your dream? Right. Scary. Hey, what did that say to you? <laughs> Yeah. My father kept going, okay, so this is really nice, but um, when are you going to get a real job? 
And, you know, I said, no, dad, this like really will be a real job. We're really going to start this business and make some money and, you know, sell some clothes and build a community of women. And, you know, my father is a doctor and very traditional in that sense. And so it was so out of the box thinking for him in terms of that entrepreneurial side where, you know, we just decided to go for it. And it was great and it was scary and it was life-changing. And, you know, for me prior, it was a pivot point of, you know, what do I do next with my life? I had had children, I had children very young. And so I hadn't had the extensive career that Kimberly had and was really ready to launch into something that I believed in. And, you know, fortunately for us, we found each other and um, had that same vision and really that purpose behind it, which I think was, you know, Kimberly's touched on what the name Graced by Grit meant, but it was bigger than just product and just another athletic apparel brand. It really, really defined who we were, but it defined the women that we surrounded ourselves with and knew that there was a, a real niche in the marketplace for us to be able to, to get the word out there and to build a brand that people believed in. And, and build an engaged community. And, you know, what's interesting about your question, which is, you know, how was this different than a, a so-called real job? So many women and men, but um, women don't do it. They don't go for it because they think, oh, my gosh, you know, what am I going to do if I don't have a real job? And I, I have this phenomenal idea and I've always wanted to do it. And as we got further into the business, a lot of these women kept asking us, you know, how can I do this? And we found ourselves mentoring a lot of women along the way. After we sold the company, it was the same, the same thing. People were calling us. And during the company, we had started writing a book on the side because so many people were asking us questions. We just dedicated a week, or sorry, one hour every week to writing our book. And we put it on the side. Once we sold the company, we thought, oh, okay, well, I guess we're not going to have the book. But women kept asking us the question. So that's why we went ahead and published it six months after selling the company, because we wanted to be able to share our experiences, the experiences of our customers, and give women the tools that they needed to realize their dreams and start their own business. If you were to give, you know, to give a a woman some advice you know what are the top three things you would tell them that's you know obviously read my book but no um, in all seriousness <laughs> what would you, uh, you know, what would you say of of taking that leap or actually going after that passion because it is a uh, you know that's a big leap you know for both guys and women but I think more so for women I think the first thing was make sure you have a viable product second Make sure that you do a business plan. And three, make sure that you have everything in place legally as you launch your business. A lot of people start out and they, they don't research enough how to start a business, how to build the infrastructure before they go for it. And that's why often businesses fail because they don't have that underlying infrastructure to make it happen. And Kate and I spent a significant amount of time. I mean, from when we first had the idea and we talked about it and we tried to get other people that we knew in clothing companies to make the products we wanted. And initially, we didn't think we were going to start a business. But after a few years of talking about it, we realized no one had done it and we really wanted to do it. So we spent um, our first few months 
building the brand. We spent all of our initial money uh, doing the logo, the brand, the infrastructure, um, the, the legal infrastructure in particular. Wow. No, those, that's some, definitely some great advice. But you also launched the Grace by Grit Foundation as well. I was checking that out. That looks, that looks awesome, especially having two, ten, a 10-year-old and 14-year-old daughter. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so when we were um, acquired by High Leap, it really was, you know, figuring out what the what that looked like. And for us, we had a program at Graced by Grit that we called Gritty Girls, uh, where it was developed and designed by a woman that worked with us that was actually out in the road doing sales, selling the clothes, and talking to all of these women that were mothers that were saying, gosh, you know, really what the company stands for is something that I stand behind. And how do I teach my daughter how to have grit? How do I teach her to persevere and that her imperfections can be her greatest strengths? And Sarah, who's um, the life coach that we worked with, who had a business on the side also that was a life coach for teenagers saw, gosh, there's an opportunity here for us to be able to parlay, you know, our business into this too, and to be able to help that next generation um, to develop their grit and to understand really what that means. And so we had the Gritty Girls and it was sort of a nice test run to see how that would work. And then when we were acquired by Hylete, we really thought, you know, we want to keep the name Graced by Grit somewhere. And so this program that was just starting to gain momentum, we were able to capitalize on it and to bring it over. And so 1% of all of the highly women's products go back to the Graced by Grit Foundation. And the Graced by Grit Foundation has now expanded, although we are still waiting, by the way, for our 501c3 status. So we'll be able to scream it from the rooftops, hopefully in the next couple of months and really be able to promote the foundation. Um, but it will offer scholarships to young women going to college, um, both athletic and academic. So for um, young women that are going off to college that are going to be Division two or Division three schools, as well as having a minimum GPA requirement, and ultimately the application process will be them defining how they've been graced by grit in their life. So what is it that they overcame that really allowed them to realize that they had the strength within? And so it's we're really excited about it. I can't wait to really start to promote it. And that will also be coupled with events where we will be teaching this grit methodology um, that is so important for young women to, to understand how to really cultivate that grit inside of themselves and find the power within. And what are some of the focuses of, you know, of the day or of, it looks like you have it, what, one day your events are about a day long event. So what do they focus on? What do they tell, you know, tell their young, you know, the young girls, sort of the next generation? It's really well, the focus of it. Yeah, so it's really it's there's a grit methodology that's taught in it and so each letter represents a different word and they really do a deep dive into what that looks like. So for example, for young women to understand what perseverance means, what grit ultimately means, um Sarah has them uh, in a high push-up position, so in a high plank, right? And then they have to do a push-up. Well, then they have to do another one. Okay, now they fall down. Now they have a weight on their back. So it's getting tougher and tougher to pick themselves back up. Well, what happens when then you have a group of other young girls around you helping you get back up, right? And so it's really talking through using movement to understand that perseverance isn't just getting over something quickly. It's understanding that it's day in and day out, that sometimes life is just hard and you have to figure out how to get through it. And then also really... Ultimately, understanding that failure can actually be 
you know, the best key to success in some ways, because it's realizing that you, you have the ability to go for it. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. It just means that maybe you failed at something, but you learned something along the way. And so often, obviously we, we know that young women are so hard on themselves and striving for perfection, especially in the, you know, social media world that we live in now. And so it's really defining to what, you know, that imperfections can be your greatest strengths. And so doing deep dives into all of those topics are really a part of the workshop and, and what they talk through. And then they bring in guest speakers um, that represent all sorts of different things within that. Wow. That, that sounds amazing. My daughter is 14 and she, what's pretty cool is a friend of mine that we had on the podcast, uh, Doug Lewis, who runs uh, Dryland ski training camps. I think we've talked about this a little bit, but he, um, he did a girl's power camp for like four days and you know, he actually didn't, you know, he would be a guest every now and then to, you know, try to help running the thing. But it was all, it was all women, um, leading the event and they had women's, you know, counselors and coaches and all the girls had the ability to open up a lot more, right? When you don't have boys involved between 11 and 14, it's, it's a different ballgame. And I think she's made some of her best friends, you know, from this because it's a, you have that ability to chat amongst your peers. And I also think, you know, for young boys, it's about the, you know, it's the same thing as well, but it's here, let's, you know, let's get together, let's open up. And I think really it helps people, you know, just sort of understand sort of the health and wellness side, but also be a little bit more vulnerable. Absolutely. Yeah. Vulnerability is huge. (laughs) And one thing that we found um, after these gritty girl sessions that we've had is there are girls in there who walked in feeling bad about themselves, whether they were too short, too tall, too fat, too thin, too pretty, too ugly, whatever it was they felt about themselves that made them um, look down upon themselves. When they walked out, they were embracing those imperfections in who they were and using that as a, as a base for strength. And it's really phenomenal when you see a teenage girl who's suddenly shifted the view of who she is and unleashed the power within her. It's so great to watch. Yeah, that's going to be absolutely amazing, you know, to, to be part of that. Kate, I think you're telling a story, and I think everyone should hear this story, about you're driving down the beach or driving by the beach and you saw your product, what someone wearing it doing a photo shoot. Was that you that was telling me yes, about yes, that? Yes, yes, it was, yeah. This is an amazing story that, you know, people should hear. So let's hear it again. So Kimberly and I, we were early on in our business and we live in beautiful Southern California. And so fortunately my commute is right along the coast, along the beach. And so I was driving to meet Kimberly at the office and we were actually on the phone and I said, oh my gosh, I have to pull over. I see somebody wearing our clothes. We, our clothes are very easy to, to identify because they were, you know, very nice bright colors that you could find them anywhere. So I saw this woman on the beach wearing them and said to Kimberly, you know, I have to pull over. I have to see why she's there. She has a photographer following her. What's going on? And so I pulled over and I complimented the woman and said, oh, I love your outfit. And she said, oh, it's this company graced by grit. They're local. And I said, oh yeah, I know that company. And she goes, well, you don't understand what graced by grit means. And I said, really? Well, please tell me what that means. And she went on to explain that she was fighting stage four breast cancer and that she was there doing a photo shoot to talk about how um, stand-up paddle boarding had really 
helped helped her to get through this hard time of her life. But she said that the reason that she chose these clothes to wear was because they represented who she was and that when she was getting her chemo treatments, she would envision the words graced by grit. Uh, in her head over and over again, because that's what she, that's what she was. That's who she was. And that really defined her in this moment. She has four children and she, um, her oldest daughter was there with her, who was her primary caretaker at the time. And once I told them, you know, that I was one of the founders for Grace to Buy Grit and that she was absolutely right. I had no idea what that meant to her. It really opened up the conversation you know, for Kimberly and I, obviously very emotional to hear this woman speaking about what she was going through, but it opened up that conversation that, you know, Grace by Grit was bigger than just product. It really was about that engaged community, about women supporting each other and about recognizing that we all go through really tough times in our lives and it truly is how we get through them that define us. And so, you know, for us, as we went forward in the business, that was one of hundreds of stories that we heard along the way about how just the words alone, graced by grit, stood for something bigger than we had ever anticipated them standing for. Um, and that people felt that when they wore the clothes, it was like their armor. And it represented exactly who they were in that moment or exactly what they had gone through in their life. And so I think there was a lot of power behind that and, you know, allowed us to recognize that obviously we were onto something great, but really catapulted us into wanting to share more stories of women and that realizing that that sharing of stories um, was a great support system for people to be able to say, you know, I, that's, I recognize that of myself, or now I have more empathy and compassion for somebody that's going through something like that. And it really, I mean, it really defined the brand in a lot of ways. That's an amazing story. I think that's probably one of the best stories I've heard about, about a brand and branding. And then it probably helped you continue to just drive forward with that, with that mindset. Absolutely. Yeah. What would you tell, go for it. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say the the stories like that and the stories we continue to get from our customers. I and mean, some would call our customer service line and say, listen, I just want to tell you what your brand means to me. And as we heard these stories through each one, we got inspiration. And so in our book, in each chapter, we've included some of the inspirational stories that we got from our customers. That is awesome. No, that's great. What advice would you give someone, you know, sort of looking for that grit, right? Or someone who's been beaten down or is in the process of, you know, being beaten down to sort of look up, to look to the sky. What, you know, what advice would you help them to, to, to get gritty? I mean, I would say, you know, I think we, we hear this so often that, you know, what grit really means is that it's not, you know, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, and that you have to have that perseverance to know that you have the strength to get through it. And as we all know, you know, we can, you know, everyone can help us around us, but it's ultimately yourself that has to be the one to push, push you through any tough moment in life and that believing in yourself, but also knowing that, you know, we talked about it earlier, being vulnerable, being able to ask for help, being able to, you know, be relatable to other people and to identify where you need help is so powerful and important. And I think there's a real, you know, cultural shift that is happening to some extent where, you know, 
there is more inclusion and it's about supporting each other versus just trying to rise to the top on your own, no matter what that is that you're striving for. And I think there's a lot of power behind that. And, you know, obviously you can read our book to feel inspired by so many women and also just the values that we felt were so important to our brand um, that we feel are so important to any brand in today's world um, as you're starting a business. So you know, if you're struggling, there's, there is for sure help out there, but there's also a whole community that will, that will support you along the way. Right. I mean, for us, it was just, you know, it's one foot in front of the next and with each step you gain more courage and putting a plan together. So figure out what it is that you want to change or that you feel you need to do before you get to the next step. And the mere process of planning helps you get there. No, and exactly. Just writing it down, right, sort of gets you outside of your own head. I think that's probably step number one. It's almost, I was, I was giving some career advice to someone yesterday and I'm like, you didn't really need the career advice. You just needed someone to listen instead of the voices in your head telling you the same thing over and over again. And and it's sort of it's sort of right. It's it's getting outside of your own head is probably you know step number one, and then number two, like you said, you know, and the plan helps you do that. It's and, and gets you start thinking in the in the right direction. The fact that you're writing something down is 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 awesome. It's remember when you would your teachers would give you one card to put everything down on that you could use in your test, but by the time you wrote everything down, you never had to use it in your test anyway. So I think that's the same thing with goals as well. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And, and in each of those goals, and we're big fans of um, numbered lists because you can have a one and then you can have a one A, B, C, and D, and then you can break those further down. And as you put the pen to paper or the finger to the, the keyboard, it starts to solidify and you, you're able to formulate that plan in your head and you see which things you need to do first. Exactly. And so tell us a little bit about, you know, what sports are you guys passionate about? Um, that's obviously what brought you together. It is. Well, I'm passionate about skiing. I mean, super passionate, like crazy for it. And you think that living on the beach, I wouldn't be, but I just adore it. And I um, love to hike. I love to walk. I even, sadly, am enjoying running. There was a period in my life where I did not like it at all. Um, I like yoga. I pretty much like everything except maybe single track mountain biking that I once did with Kate and <laughs> decided through a series of expletives that it might not be my favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you needed the grit. You need the grit to get through it. <laughs> oh, I use the grit. I mean, there was a a bear chasing us, and well, we don't know that it was actually chasing us, but there were plenty of reminders, local reminders, that the bear was right near us. Yeah. Yes. Well, Perfect. that was definitely, I took Kim, Kimberly out of her comfort zone and said, oh, it'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, we were in a little over our heads in the mountains of Montana, but um, I, I'm very similar to Kimberly. I mean, my passion um, 
was running for so many years and I was a running and swim coach. I swam growing up and then became a runner in my twenties um, and really fell in love with the sport because I could see, I mean, it's sort of like what we're talking about when you put pen to paper. I think I was really seeing the results day after day of realizing I could get faster. And, you know, if you, you figure out sort of how to make it work for your body, it just, it, it just worked for me where I was loving competing. I was loving training people. I was loving the technique behind it, but I'll do anything. I mean, I like anything extreme. So I will ski, I will wakeboard, I will water ski. I I love all things, land and water. I surf. I've surfed um, lots of different waves, some big ones, some small ones, and I absolutely love that. And you know, nowadays, I mean, I'll take I'll take advantage of anything. I'm enjoying being outside more in terms of the hiking component and being a little bit slower when I'm doing things. But I think that's come with age. <laughs> no, definitely. Where do you guys ski? You're both skiers. So, are you in California? Do you go to Mammoth? Do you Tahoe? Or it sounds like I think Kate, you mentioned you're going to Park City as well. Yeah, I'm heading to Park City in a few weeks, and I've been there a few times actually uh, for business for Grace Burger. We had a great uh, customer base in Park City, so I was able to take advantage of that. Um, and then Kimberly, I'm actually from the East Coast, so I grew up East Coast skiing, which is very different than West Coast skiing. Yeah, it's two different sports. It really is, but Kimberly um, has a home in Montana, and so has has spent a lot of time there skiing. Is- in fact, I think you're going there this weekend, aren't you, Kimberly? As a matter of fact, I am. That's what yeah. I was going to yes. ask you. I, Snow is out crazy I'd out there, it. I hear. It's crazy, although not as crazy as Tahoe. I think there were 350 inches in the last week in Tahoe. Oh, my God. That is crazy. Yeah. Crazy, 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 but great. So I ski primarily on the West Coast. In fact, I could say I ski only on the West Coast. I have always admired East Coast skiers and love to watch their delight when they come West and feel the powder and they're not skiing in ice. But that ice gives them the most beautiful cadence as they head down the mountain. I, however, love the powder. So <laughs> I am a West Coast skier. I'll ski anywhere in the West. <laughs> that's crazy it was i'll tell you a funny story about that my daughter you know in the east she ski races and the, the harder the better right and there was a race two weeks ago and we had gotten like 18 inches of snow two or three days before so it was still groomed a couple times and the kids watching them try to race on that was completely different than when it is you know when it's bulletproof they're like oh my god it's you know i, I have to do things completely different it, it almost is, you know, like we said earlier, two different sports based on, you know, pressure and everything else. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good stuff. So tell us, you know, we're, we're coming up here on a, you know, on a half an hour and it went by very quickly. Tell us, you know, where can people find you? Talk to us a little bit about, you know, the grit, you know, where they can find the Grace by Grit Foundation, where they can find you at Highlight. Um, we'd love to get some exposure for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, the Grace by Grit Foundation can be found at gracedbygrit.com. So you can go there, learn all about the foundation there. And if you have any questions, there is a contact us button right on there for that. Um, for Hyleet, you can visit hyleet.com. That's spelled H-Y-L-E-T-E. And you will find uh, performance apparel for both men and women. It's phenomenal. You should 
definitely check it out. Sign up to be a part of our community because we send out great uh, kits and deals and all sorts of stuff um, along those lines. And then for Kimberly and I, you can find us on Amazon uh, for our book. So you can search Graced by Grit on Amazon and you can download the audiobook the soft uh, cover book, or you can read it on Kindle. And so that's where you can learn more about starting a business and about our experience as well as hearing really inspirational stories of other women that we met along the way. Perfect. Perfect. And a um, little plug there for you. Actually, we had the pleasure of trying some of their gear and my wife was at the gym this morning and everyone is asking what that is and where do you get it? So hopefully it'll bring you some sales. Um, oh, sales your it. way. It's great stuff. But anyways, I want to thank you know both Kimberly and Kate for being part of this. You guys are awesome, I think. Um, help with uh, you know, a number of the inspiration for, for women in business, women and athletes, and the grace by grit for you know, the next generation of women. I'm going to actually have my daughters check that stuff out as well. But thanks so much for being part of this. Thanks for having us, Ken. Thank you, Ken. And I want to thank everyone for listening. And if anyone has any questions, comments, or concerns, or needs anything from me, feel free to email me at ken at executiveathletes.com. Go out there, be rugged, have your grit, and uh, train hard. Thank you.